I heard a marvellous story the other day about a young man who, when he was a kid, um, he and his friend were playing with some darts lying on their backs, bedroom or something like that. And they were tossing these darts up at the ceiling, you know, trying to get them to stick like you would in art class with pretty stick glue. Anyway, one of the darts came down and landed in, in his eye. And he was partially blind for a good chunk of time, I think like half a year, a year or something. And he was so ashamed of his behaviour that he didn't tell his mum that he'd gone blind. And that, um, yeah, that prompted a bit of a reflection um, about my own teenage years um, on all the little scrapes that I used to get up to that at the time just, you know, seemed like a bit of a laugh, a little bit frightening, but ultimately um, there were times I probably almost died. So I thought I'd, I'd give you three of the best or rather three that I could remember because I've probably blotted a lot of them out. So the first one's a bit of a short one and it takes place in what is now a nature reserve uh, called Spike Island which is a big green expanse next to the Mersey and, and some canals down where they used to make uh, chemicals historically in, in Widnes, um, sort of between Liverpool and Manchester where I grew up. And we went down to Spike Island. Uh, I seem to remember we were there just, just drinking cider and, you know, Kestrel Super Strength lager and all this kind of thing. And I have a vague recollection of this. Because I checked in with a with a friend who, who doesn't live in this country anymore. I, th I think he was there. And and he recounted that we were down there night fishing on the canal. And he remembered it for entirely different reasons. Um, not because he almost died, but because um, he said he saw someone from our class who'd, who'd just um, come out of the bushes after shagging someone called Hennigan. This, this, this young, this girl. And... He, this lad was looking pleased as punch and he encouraged my mate to go and have a, have a go um, if you didn't mind waiting for someone else to finish who <laughs> was already in there. Um, I believe it was consensual, but still. Um, anyway, we, we were down by the canal and it was uh, down by the canal, so down in Spike Island near, near the canal and the river and we were sat, I don't know, it's some demolition, some pile of dirt or something. I mean, there was always a pile of dirt somewhere in witness at the time and we were drinking strong drinks and all of a sudden there was this enormous boom and this really warm flash and we turned round and just right behind our backs like this little brick electrical substation had exploded and there were these little I don't know the street urchins had been dicking about in there, you know, like like I don't know what they were up to, but they were messing around like kids were, and they would they weren't our gang, so we just kind of ignored them. But yeah, they were banging metal and stuff, and yeah. But next thing you know, they they'd blown it up, and it turns out, um, as we legged it to go and run away and hide, basically to not die, um, the fire engines all turned up, and there was a helicopter and this kind of thing, and it turns out it was some sort of gas substation or relay station or something the valve there was loads of pipes and chemicals everywhere in, in witness and they'd been fucking about with it and blown it up and it had i mean 
if memory, if recollection serves me, it it was taller than a very tall building and the the, the Catalyst Museum is, is the nearest tall building to there, which is, is a multi-storey kind of office building. So, I don't know, 5,200 foot in the air, a fireball. You know, but like a movie fireball, not just fire, but that kind of like black sort of fringed fireball enormous so that that was the first one i'll do these in kind of a reverse order of, of scariness the second one is the time when we were kids uh probably i don't know 14 15 maybe we got into smoking weed but it was different um well back in the good old days it was it was hash which is like this kind of resin compacted hard stuff and it was it was quite pleasant actually when I when I got got to enjoy it. I'm not advocating taking drugs by the way. Drugs are um, illegal. Um, cannabis is illegal. Not all drugs are the same. Sorry. Anyway, we used to get this hash. We had a, our mate. Um, we used to knock about with our mate's older brother because he could he could get drugs, and he always used to go to the same bloke, some guy called Jerome or something in the t- in the rough parts of Witness, and he used to disappear on one of our bikes and do an errand we'd all chip in and give him our pocket money like pound fifty two quid and we'd get a flim or an eighth if we were feeling flush or whatever and he'd come back with a little bit of weed wrapped in cling film and he'd probably shaved a bit off for himself but anyway we were happy to share it and we'd we'd make it go quite far doing buckets which are like half a bottle cut a bottle cut in half put in a bucket of water and you make a kind of little gauze mesh on top and you put the you crumble the, the the hash on top and you draw it up and then you puff it out the smoke and you, and you take it in one hit and it just gives you this enormous rush of, of getting high super quick. I'm going to make it sound like I was doing it all the time. I wasn't. I was largely quite too anxious to enjoy it, but I just did it because all my mates do it because that's what you do, isn't it, when you're a kid? And But this one time you couldn't get any. The, the, we used to call it a drought. You couldn't get any, any weed. Anyway, you tried somewhere else... Um, at this other dealer that we didn't go to very often because apparently it was a bit scarier. Apparently, um, our mate, our mate's older brother once accused him of being a beast because he was a big lad, muscly, like beastly. Anyway, it turns out this lad had been in prison and uh, got a shotgun out and held it to his balls and said, if you ever call me a beast again, I'll, I'll fucking blow your nuts off. So that, that wasn't the scary bit. But um, yeah, he brought back some hash and it looked different to the other times it was like a different colour I, I seem to remember it being either blacker or browner but it had little bits in it like little were they a different shade of brown or were they white I, f- I forget but it had it had little crystal bits in like look, they look like salt you know that kind of size Um. anyway so we, we had a we, we started having a bit of a smoke on that and again and not glamorising it because what it turned out that that was heroin in the weed and it was a kind of special kind of weed I I, I want to say Sputnik I don't know whether that's correct or not I'm not a drug aficionado or anything so we all had a nice smoke of heroin age 14, 15 um, and I don't remember much about the experience suffice to say I remember trying to get on my bike cycle home and I just remember every time I got on my bike I ended up on the other side of the bike without ever having any recollection of being of, of getting over the crossbar I couldn't sit on it um so I had a wonderful time 
on heroin, um, or did I? So that was number two. So the top number one time I died, um, I don't know whether this is funny, actually. Um, I'm recounting this story for the second time because I did it the other day when, when I'd heard the dart story for someone else, so it's fresh in my memory. But it it was uh, one of my friend's birthdays, and he, he, he had one of those mums who... Actually, looking back, she was probably quite canny in as much as she'd let us drink in her house. And we just thought it was because she was a bit an alcoholic and, you know, it just legitimised her addiction. Maybe it did. I don't know. Because she was always pissed as well and she'd buy our booze for us and whatever and let us have love bits of hers. And anyway, it was the 16th and we were all around there at his house, his uh, his mum's house, um, drinking, getting pissed up or whatever. Again, um, Kestrel Super Strength Cider. And it was a big one. So I was allowed to stay over at my mate's house. So I did that night. We went drinking in the late hours. Um, again, it probably only took four cans because I was still quite young. I must have been 17, maybe 16. Not 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 old enough to go to the pub. And... Uh, oh, what was it going? Um, yeah. So after pissing it up in his garage, he used to pour the beer into the dog's drinking tray, like, you know, water bowl, and he used to get the dog pissed on on cider. That's, that's cruel, isn't it? I'm sure that's abuse, you're not allowed to do that, that's not very nice. And the dog would roll around and and, and um be sick on itself, which would amuse people. Um I don't condone that. I d I don't ever remember seeing that. I'm I'm telling you third hand here. Um so yeah, big session for my mate's birthday, 16th birthday. And then uh, I remember this. This is where the, the recollection gets hazy. I remember wake. Uh, I remember being in like a dreamlike state and hearing one of our friends shouting my name out of the corner. I was sat in a, a sofa armchair in his living room. And all my mates were asleep in other chairs or on the floor. And I remember someone shouting my name in my left ear. They were over on the left. And it was my mate. A guy called Ben, I think. And he was going, Chris, 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 Chris. And he, he you know, wake up. He's yelling at me. And it was, this seemed to go on for ages. And you know when you, you hear stuff in your dreams and it becomes part of your dream. And I had this sort of, is it hypnagogic moment where you observe yourself? And I remember kind of observing myself like, uh, sitting in this chair and seeing my head. And I was sat with my head leaning back, looking at the ceiling. And in the corner of my eye, I was looking at Ben, but I was looking at myself, looking at Ben out the corner of my eye. And I was retching and vomiting upwards towards the ceiling but obviously the sick was going up in in at the top of my mouth and my lips and going back in and I must have been choking on vomit and at that point I kind of woke up a bit more and must have panicked or whatever but I leant forward and vomited between my knees and there between my knees was my friend John. And I vomited in his ear this kind of blue-green coloured sick because we'd all been eating Steve's birthday cake. Um, 
and I must have passed out again. And then the next morning woke up and everyone had a good laugh about all the vomiting that had been done in my mate's ear and had to throw out a blanket of my friends that I'd used to stay warm because I'd, I'd ruined it with sick. And it was all very funny that I'd almost choked on my own vomit that night. So that's my top three times I almost died and wasn't it great fun? Uh.